Hey guys, just a quick word before we get started here. Uh, pretty late in the episode, towards the end, I was uh, listening back to it, and I heard myself go through the next, you know, the upcoming slate for the movies I'm going to be talking about. And I say those are the next four movies uh, on the podcast, which is uh, kind of wrong. So either way you look at it, either I completely forgot to mention one and said four, or I miscounted and said four, but only said three. Either way, so I'm pretty stupid. The fourth one that I meant to include was Click, uh, and then, actually, I also talked about, or thought about doing an episode on Godzilla, but I don't think I'm going to do that, not a full one at least, so uh, for now, that'll just be the four, so anyway, just wanted to give you a, a quick forewarning, if you will, and uh, and yeah, that's what I meant to say, so anyway, peace, enjoy the episode. Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Andrioli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. Uh, 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 guys, I'm going to be totally honest with you. This is kind of a disappointing recording. Um, this is the second time that I had to record this episode. So, last night, I had a technical issue that was honestly embarrassing, if I'm being totally honest, considering how many times I've sat down to record one of these. But, um, so I had my microphone plugged into my phone so I was going to be using my my phone's audio setup and stuff to run the microphone through but I was like editing and stuff on my laptop and so I pressed record through my audio editor on my laptop so it recorded through my my laptop's um microphone which is dog shit it sounded like I was recording it from in a toilet like it was terrible and so I knew it was unusable and I knew there was no way I was going to put that out as an episode of this podcast so I slept on it and decided to come back today and try it again and uh, re-record so that's what I'm doing Uh, I'm going to be honest though it does kind of suck because everything I'm about to say I heard he said before but (sighs) you know whatever it is what it is, it happens, I guess. Hopefully it won't happen again. I can't believe that was such a rookie move, man. Like, I've done this a, I've done this a lot of times, like at least close to 50. Um, so, eh, whatever, I guess, I guess it's fine. Uh, so you probably gathered that I'm talking about uh, the Shawshank Redemption based on the title. I'm assuming you are literate, which I don't know if that's wrong to assume, but uh, all right, you know what? Ah, time for a third recording. Just kidding, just kidding. I'm I'm going. We're proceeding. Full steam ahead. So this is the first time I saw this movie. I settled down to watch it the other night. Since during a unexpected break, we got Netflix back. And uh, I was just searching through, looking for stuff that I hadn't seen before or wanted to check out. And this was one of those titles. So, you know, flipped it on. And I'm going to be honest, I was a little intimidated by the runtime. It's two hours and 22 minutes, which is, you know, a bit long. I'm not a guy who hates long runtimes. I just think that it's, you know, the movie needs to earn it, needs to deserve it. And so, you know, this had a re- reputation. This is definitely a classic. So I was like, okay, I'll go on this ride. I'm assuming that this isn't a bloated movie that doesn't earn its runtime. And I I definitely feel that way. It's 
really, really great movie. It's emotional and raw and very well paced and it has great performances and it's one of my favorite things which is seeing a different more sentimental sensitive like tender side of Stephen King who's obviously much more famous for his work in the horror genre and rightfully so obviously the man's given us a plethora of um of cinematic and otherwise uh, movie monsters and, and horrifying stories but I think it's really cool to to watch and read stuff like this and and stand by me and to see I don't know just a different side of a very uh, of a creator who's much more prolific in in something else in a different genre. So that that was really cool. And then yeah, obviously this movie comes together incredibly well. The dialogue is really great. It's delivered I mean amazingly. Obviously Morgan Freeman is a great actor. Tim Robbins is a great actor, and I mean, well, I don't really, I don't know what to say. The performances kind of speak for themselves. These are all legends, and uh, and they do a great job here, especially Morgan Freeman. I think of anybody, I'm going to single his performance out. I think that he does an amazing job of uh, of kind of playing both sides and, like, being a character who's like, yeah, I can get you stuff, whatever you want, I'll get it for you, and, and everything, and being like a savvy businessman, but then also showing you in moments that he does actually care for his friend, and, and he's looking out for the other inmates, and I think that's really cool, I think he does a really good job of that, and then everything, I think especially, he really shines in the very end, uh, after he gets out of prison, after Red's escaped, obviously, or Andy's escaped, um, all that stuff of him kind of getting sad and contemplating whether or not he wants to, wants to keep going, and obviously he would much rather go back to prison because that's the only life that makes sense to him, and he keeps asking the, his boss at work whether or not he can go to the bathroom and everything. All of that is really, really good and really sensitive, and I, that was definitely a highlight in terms of just his performance. And, Actually, in that, though, I will say I did have a bit of a problem with the ending. I think most of the movie, I didn't really feel the length. It felt very well-paced, and, and the either the stakes kept upping or they kept introducing some sort of new element to the plot that kept it moving, whether that be the library or the new guy coming to the prison with... Uh, he, he's telling the story about the guy who actually killed uh, Andy's wife or, you know, the warden being a piece of shit... All that stuff, like, it kept escalating in a way that kept it interesting to watch, despite, obviously, the movie doing a very good job of conveying the monotony and just intense loneliness and, like, boredom of prison. However, I think the ending just, it, it kept, like, I don't know, it just kept going on, I think, a little bit longer than it needed to. There's a part of me that thinks that the movie should have ended with, I guess I just missed my friend. But then you would lose out on him finally getting, you know, approved for release. Although, I don't know if we really needed to see that. And especially because of what he presents to that board. And, you know, he's going on and he's, honestly, I don't give a shit and whatever. I'm like, uh, I don't think I would approve him after that. But, uh he does get approved and that is satisfying to see and it's cool to see the symmetry of him going to Brooks's old room and writing uh so was red and everything and, and that's all very cool but I think 
it might have been the stronger ending to just never really know what happened to either of them because it is cool to see him uh, andy in the town with his boat whatever achieving every dream he wanted but at the same time i think it's perfectly fine to have a very wide open shot of him driving across the coast uh, on the pacific ocean like that's at least half of that dream and and i think that's good enough especially because of the freedom it conveys there's no border to the frame there's just wide open land in front of him and i think that 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 was enough if i'm being totally honest i don't know it's i I like it the way it is but i don't love it and i think that if it was left a little more ambiguous as to whether or not they ever reunite that would have been okay and especially I mean, I guess this isn't really the type of movie where it's like it cuts before you know whether or not he found him, but even that I feel like would have been better just because once he actually got to him and just finds him on this beach polishing his boat, I was like, what? The movie kind of lost me at that point because I was like, there's no way that he finds him in this town and finds exactly the spot on this beach and of course he's polishing the boat. It just seemed a little bit too convenient as it wound down. But honestly, that is Small Potatoes, just because the actors are so charming, and their relationship together is so uh, enticing, and I, you know, it, I think it would have been a stronger ending otherwise, but at the same time, it is, it is good to have it. So I'm a little conflicted, uh, as you can tell, but, but uh, that's probably my biggest complaint about the movie overall. Other than that, I think everything about it works really, really well. I love the the ending how you're knocking over a bunch of dominoes and it turns out there was so much that was set up that you didn't realize was set up earlier on it just seemed like you know details about the story and and how he's pulling off all the financial stuff he's setting up this fake identity so that it can't be traced back to the prison and then it turns out he's setting himself up to have a you know a clean slate once he gets out and you know i maybe somebody else might have noticed that but i totally didn't expect that and then the posters, I didn't see that coming. The like the axiom that that Red proposes of like, listen, prison in prison, every guy needs something to do, you know, some project to occupy himself with, and whether it be the the stones or the chess pieces or the library, and then eventually it was getting the hell out of there, and. I liked all that. That was really that was really good. You know, I I think if you took a shot every time I said narrative symmetry or things coming full circle or set up and pay off, you'd probably be pretty drunk as you listen to these podcasts, but it is one of my favorite things in movies and especially when it's done so well that once it pays off it's you know, it's really satisfying and it and it shows real growth and, and change in the characters. That's my that's my favorite way to pull it off. So yeah, I really dug all that and uh I think that was definitely my favorite part of the ending more so than than Red getting out and finding the rock and finding the note and going to to visit him and everything. So oh, what else could I say? I think I really I think I really covered it. It's it's shot very well, it's paced very well, the writing is very good. There's nary a bad performance. I love how it it depicts the monotony and the boredom of prison. And also how it like kind of slowly builds you up to the cruelty that's going on behind the scenes. How at first, you know, they beat that guy to death and it's like, oh, shit. And then eventually, you know, it's getting to the point where they're like shooting people to keep them quiet and everything. And I liked uh, 
I liked all that and how it, it's it's like kind of getting you to to know the prison as as Andy starts to know the prison and and know more and more what terrible stuff's going on there until the point where he decides well time to turn him in time to escape and do something about all this I like that uh, performances are great uh, yeah I really enjoyed it and I definitely recommend it I think it's um, I think it's a very good movie and I think that if you haven't seen it I mean why not check it out it's definitely worth the watch especially if you got nothing else to do during this whole coronavirus thing which uh which yeah man that's insane I know obviously not for the rest of the world but I feel like for for America specifically this escalated very quickly I don't know if you can tell but I do record this in America um as I speak American so yeah it's weird to it's weird to see how it kind of went seemingly overnight from like this is a problem, but not a huge one, to being like, everything is shut down and we're preparing for the apocalypse. I just did not see that coming. Today, uh, in Pennsylvania, the governors closed down our, our schools for another two weeks. Uh, a week ago, just about, I think Saturday maybe, last Saturday, or two two Saturdays ago, sorry, the, the first two weeks was called. So... If I did the math right, I think, yeah, last two Saturdays ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we're not actually done with our first two weeks. We will be done with that this coming Sunday. We are supposed to come back uh, the, the next Monday, so a week from now. But, apparently not. We, we still have another extra two weeks to go. So, that'll be very interesting to see how that all plays out. And, uh, I know there's a bunch of estimates about how long it could take to get a, a vaccine, I know it's possible we not, we might not go back to school. Everything's up in the air. It's pretty crazy. But since I don't really need to to, to have any uh, human contact to do this podcast, uh, it's not going anywhere, which is good news to some of you. Hopefully, uh, I don't know, but I'll definitely be there to keep you entertained. If if that's what you get out of this podcast, I'll definitely keep pumping stuff out because I've been watching and binging and reading and playing more stuff in these last couple of days than I think I have in, like, months. So, which is really cool, actually. I'm very appreciative of it. I wish it was for a better reason that we had off and, and all that, but I am I'm definitely glad that I have this opportunity and that I've been safe and, and healthy enough to, to do so comfortably. So I definitely have a lot of content and material to talk about on the podcast. There's a few things that I wanted to dedicate a full episode two for each individual thing this is one of them uh inception will be the next one the morning show will be after that and then space jam will be after that so that's the next four episodes of this podcast they'll be about the same length as this so don't worry i'm not going to do a 55 minute dissection of space jam but um but yeah that's just so you know what to be prepared for and then i think after all of that i'll probably drop like a grab bag episode Although it's getting harder to really, like, assemble that and know exactly what I'm going to be talking about because I've been watching so much stuff. So we'll see how that all pans out. Maybe by the time I've released all those, because it'll probably be every other day, uh, maybe by the time I've released all those, I'll have watched something else and I'll just keep rolling with 
with the individual episodes, which is actually something I'd considered for a while. I've been thinking about trying to move this into a more scheduled format, so like I'll announce maybe a couple days or a week ahead of time what I'm going to be talking about, so that gives you guys a chance to watch it and follow along with me as I talk about it, and be, you know, more familiarized with whatever, with whatever I'm talking about. Because I feel like I haven't been really living up to the more aspect of this show, especially as it's gotten to be, you know, school's in full swing and, and we've just fallen into more of a schedule. There's not as much really to talk about, like, personally, you know, and then comics is mostly what I read. So that's really hard to do in an audio format because I can't show you, like, this is really great artwork and I love this page because you have no visual reference for it and that's, you know, like 50% of a comic. So I, I don't know, that that I just feel like wouldn't be as entertaining to talk about as a movie. And then video games, I mean, I don't play a lot. I'm also not very well versed in the vernacular of that medium or, you know, a lot of the, the nuances of it. I'm very much a casual fan. I pretty much just play GTA and Doom all the time. So I don't know. I don't really feel very qualified, certainly not as much as as with my knowledge of movies, to, to really devote episodes and, and a lot of time to to games. So, I don't know. And I haven't been going on a lot of trips because school and then also now this coronavirus. We should have actually just got back yesterday, as at the time of me recording this, from Cleveland for SneakerCon. So that could have been its own episode, but we had to cancel the trip because of everything that's been going on with the pandemic, and then hopefully plans are still on that we'll be going to Chicago in June, so that'll be a lot to talk about, but we don't really know how everything's going to shake out, so it's possible that that won't happen. So anyway, I said all that to say that I, I've i been considering a new format for this show, more structured, and every episode less dedicated to just a wide variety of topics, and more like pick one thing and talk about it. So let me know what you guys think about that. You can send me in your comments and suggestions, maybe titles you want to see me cover, all of that. Um, just let me know. If you are new to the show and don't know how to do that, I will uh, I will let you know in just a minute. But real quick, I am gonna do I'm gonna do gratefuls. I'm gonna wrap this up with a with a grateful. So I'm pretty sure that I've said this before, but I'm of course grateful for my health and my family's health and and everything, no, no, uh, people in my family or, or friends have been infected with the virus, no one's sick, and I'm very grateful for that, that I have my health, and that my family and friends also do, and that we're safe, and, and we're, we're doing well, and, uh, I definitely know I've said that, but I'm still very much grateful for it, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's my grateful for, for today. All right. If you enjoyed the show and want to tell me how much you did, you could leave me a five-star review on whatever your podcast listening app of choice is. You can do it right in app. It takes like a minute, and it's super helpful. If you want to follow the show on Instagram to stay updated with what titles we're covering and when episodes drop, you can follow at Movies and More Pod on Instagram or to see uh, pictures of my shoe collection, song recommendations, trips I go on, and sometimes my art. You can follow me personally at gvangerly1 on Instagram. And if Instagram isn't really your thing, or, if you're, or you've already done that, but you have some comments or suggestions for me, like I, like I have asked for what I was talking about earlier, you can email the show at moviesandmorepod uh, at gmail.com. So thanks if you do all that. I really appreciate it, and thank you as always for listening. I appreciate that even more. 
and uh, I'll, I'll catch you in the next one. Stay safe, stay healthy, and remember, uh, my money's on that fat guy breaking down and crying the first night. Bye.